Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today's guest is a top leading scientist in the world. He is an author of 52 books, uh, one of them being The PH Miracle, where he sold over 10 million copies. Today, he's going to be talking to us about the coronavirus and ways to stay healthy during this challenging time. Up next, Dr. Robert O. Young. Welcome, Dr. Young. It's so good to see you again. It's wonderful to see you, Tina. It's my third interview with you. Wow. You sure it's not not four? It's just three? It's, well, you know what? It's three, but the last time we had part one and part two. So it's actually four videos, but three times of me interviewing you. Okay, got it. So I just, uh, I I adore you. And we're just going to get right into it. It's like, you know, before we came on, I was telling you, I have all these notes and I've got so, we've got so much information to cover. Okay. So okay. Uh, let's start off with, you know, the, I, it's, I've been hearing the vaccine um, is not a vaccination, but it's actually a spiked protein. And I know that you've done over 200 articles about <laughs> spiked protein and blood mm-hmm. coagulation. So what are your thoughts about this? And can you please explain to everybody what a spiked protein is? Well, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen a picture of spike protein coming off the uh, blood cells, off the body cells? No. This is what it looks like. Okay. So these are endogenously created. Let me give you another example uh, from uh, using dark field microscopy so you can actually see. This is, these, these are all like colorized electron micro micrographs. So here's another one of the spike protein. Now, these are all endogenously created. It's, it's a pattern that happens on any body cells to all humans. And so spike proteins, I think, is a, is a great smokescreen to confuse people because it's not something that is, ca- is caused by infection, but it's an outfection. An outfection means that it's, it's born from within us and from us as environments are being compromised. And environments that I'm speaking about specifically is the biochemistry of the interstitial fluids of the largest organ of the body, which is called the interstitium. And this particular fluid flows through uh, all organs, glands, and tissues. And so all of these cells that are normally in a healthy state, and if you want to see what that looks like, yes. Then you have to go to here. That's what that's, and those are normal healthy. These are normal erythrocytes or red blood cells that are even in color, even in shape, even in size. And here is a larger field of view of that showing the spike proteins and also the the crowning of the red blood cells, which I call the corona effect. The corona effect I've been studying for over 30 years. This is not anything new. Uh, Corona in Latin means radiation, uh, but it also uh, refers to a crown uh, in English. But the radiation poisoning effect, uh, but it can be also chemical that causes this corona effect. And it can be caused by your own metabolic waste. For example, lactic acid 
can cause the corona, corona effect or the scallopine or the crowning of the red blood cells. So when you're looking at this, you can see these various uh, appendages coming out. Let me show you another one that, that is in dark field. This is under uh, phase contrast. And uh, if we can see this crowning effect, but one thing leads to another. So if cells are breaking down, you know, one of the, one of the, the effects that takes place, and I'll move off to the side here so you can see this. Okay. You can see these appendages coming off. Now, these, will, these are called vesicles. These are the protein spikes coming off the cells, but they're actually called vesicles. And the cell, when it goes into this process, <clears throat> are called schistocytes. Schistocytes are, is a higher valence or higher level of cellular degeneration or, or you know, cyto, cytotoxic uh, degeneration or genotoxic uh, degeneration of the cell due to its exposure to what it, it is living in. So what determines this cellular breakdown is the exchange of fluids and how well the body is man maintaining the alkaline design of the interstitial fluids. Now, most people don't know what that pH is. Uh, and that pH for biochemistry for the interstitial fluids is, uh, here's some other effects. Here you can see actually the birth of an anthrax bacteria or even yeast will, will, will come out over here. You can actually see the breakdown and the birth of two platelets coming out of the cell membrane. Mm -hmm. And then you can eventually see uh, a Y-form yeast coming out. This, this, this is a doctrine known as pleomorphism, pleo meaning many formism or the biological transformation of cells. Here again, if you can maintain this type of cellular formation, uh, here is a little better view of it, you can actually live forever because cells will, are eternal in their nature, but not eternal within their organization. So okay. cells in themselves are not living. Cells in of themselves are what make up that matter. And that matter, uh, Antoine Béchamp, the great medical doctor uh, and scientist who lived at the same time of Louis Pasteur, uh, stated a particular anatomical element, which was the precursor to genetic matter. Of course, he didn't know about genes, but he knew about cells but it's the precursor to genetic matter. It's the precursor to the organization of the cell. And these precursors, he stated that you could take 100,000 of them and put them on the tip of a pin. So there's, there's lots, and it's these things that are indestructible. This is the indestructible matter that it can either organize or disorganize based upon the environment which is found. So if you can manage and maintain this environment, then just like uh, the experiments that were done in the early 1900s by Professor Dr. Nobel Laureate Alexis Carell, he was able to keep a chicken heart alive until he pulled the plug on it for 20 years. 
The same experiment is going on at the University of Minnesota, where they're ki- ki- keeping a pig's heart alive, and it's been many, many years. And what do they do? They manage the environment in order to keep the heart alive. And so by changing the fluids every 72 hours, much like changing the fluids of, uh, let's say, a saltwater aquarium or changing the fluids of a swimming pool, if you manage that and maintain its alkalinity, and in this case with vascular fluids, it's 7.36. With interstitial fluids, it's 8.4, which is identical to the pH of the ocean. Okay. So fish are only as healthy as the water they swim in. If the ocean becomes polluted, what happens to the fish? They die. Protein spikes. They die. Okay, so let me get this. So the interstitial fluids is what we need to balance and maintain. And you said something about keeping the cells organized. What does that mean? That means keeping them in in an organized, healthy state. There's only two types types of blood. There's only two blood types, healthy and unhealthy. Okay. Everything else is just smoke and mirrors. Okay. Okay. So this is what healthy blood looks like, even in color, even in shape, even in size. Right. You're making about 5 million red blood cells per second, but that slows down when you're managing the environment. Right. Okay. Because the body's trying to replace cells Blood cells are the primary stem cells that that make up what? Bone and muscle. Right. So blood blood is the primary element of which all other body cells are derived from. So if somebody said, what is what is lung made from? Blood. What is heart made from? Blood. What are bones made from? Blood. You know, somebody may say calcium, but that's not correct. Calcium is a solidifier, but it's not what bones are made from. Right. If you look at 11-week fetus, you'll see that they're made from blood, not calcium. So you, you can't be drinking bone broth and expect to have healthy blood or healthy bones. If you're drinking the blood of plants, which is chlorophyll, then you will have healthy blood and therefore healthy bones because bones are not made from somebody else's bones as muscles aren't made from somebody else's muscle. You don't eat human or animal muscle to build muscle. You eat chlorophyll, oils, you know, chlorophyll, oil, water, and salt to build blood, which then in turn builds builds the blood, which builds the bone, which builds the muscle. So that's, that's the pathology to how do I restore... Uh, bone health. How do I restore muscle health? Well, you, you, very simply, you have to look at the blood. Mm-hmm. Now, you can look at it anatomically, or you can look at it physiologically or functionally. And then you can look at the biochemistry of the blood, and you can also look at the interstitial fluids of the body, which is the largest body of water that surrounds every cell of, the, of, of, of every organ and gland and tissue. Yes, that's where that's the genesis of sickness and disease. That's the genesis of health, energy and vitality. It's not the blood fluids because the blood fluids will always dump its waste into the interstitium organ, the largest organ of the body. So when we're looking at blood, if someone's not taking care of their blood, 
then they're going to have symptoms. And those symptoms have seven stages. So the first stage is enervation. The second stage is irritation. Or what was the, I'm sorry, what was the first one? Enervation. I'm tired. Oh, okay. Got it. The second one is sensitivities. The third one is irritation. Fourth one is inflammation. Fifth one is induration. Sixth one is ulceration. And the seventh stage is in degeneration. That's why I said over 40 years ago, there's only one sickness and one disease. And if there's only one sickness and one disease, there's only one treatment. I haven't changed my position on that for four decades. Right. The one right. sickness and one disease is the overacidification of the blood and then interstitial fluids due to an in inverted way, an inversion of a correct way of eating, living. An yes. inverted way of living, eating, thinking, breathing, feeling, believing. You know, these are the causes of disease. Right. And, you know, and, and I, I, yeah, I think it was the first interview I had found you because I had breast cancer and I followed your, the alkaline diet and my doctor. So what was, what was your outcome? I have been cancer free. I never did do the radiation. I just did your alkaline diet and, and the water. And I was eating 80% alkaline, 20% acidic when I had the cancer. And then when, then when I didn't have the cancer, I, I brought it to 60, 40. And I, like I said, I never did the radiation and I never did the tamoxifen, which they wanted me to do for five years either. And I'm mm -hmm. so glad that I did. So I know that the proof is in the pudding. I, you know, this was going to be later on the list of, to, to ask you, but you believe that all, do you believe that all animal protein is toxic? Because I'm hearing, you know, I interviewed somebody recently, probably two people, they're all about the carnivore diet and you can't get any, the, 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 the amount of nutrients that you need from plants, you have to get it. I mean, I'm talking people that are suggesting like 90% animal meat animal, poultry, fish. What are your views on that? Well, you are what you eat. Okay. So even if it's grass-fed, no antibiotics, no GMO, uh, would it still be toxic to your body? Yeah. Well, understand this, that when you urinate, you're eliminating interstitial fluid. Okay. Okay. In order to purify and protect the cell. So there's there's three major fluids of the body. There's vascular. Those are blood fluids. And that represents only 10% of your total body fluids. Then you have interstitial fluid. Okay. Combine those together, you have 100%. 20% is vascular. 80% is interstitial of what is called the extracellular fluids. But then when you go to the intracellular fluids, those are, those, that represents anywhere from 30 to 40%. Most people are dehydrated, and so it's less than that. Mm -hmm. So the fluid that we base all of our you know, testing on is based upon vascular fluids, not on interstitial fluid. So you're only getting you're only getting 20% of the information when you just test vascular. The other 80% is hidden. So where does the blood vascular fluids urinate? Where do the fluids, where do the cells, the, the functionality of a human cell, where does it urinate? Where does it where does its urine go? It In goes into the interstitial 
fluid. And is it, right. And guess where the interstitial fluid goes? Uh, you pee it out. You pee it out. So when you're eating the flesh of animals, you're literally not only eating the protein of that, you know, the flesh, but you're also drinking the urine of that animal. Yeah. And that urine is the interstitial fluid. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So and I don't know if you, if you like eating cow, calf, cow, pus and cow urine, you know, and all that juice, you know, all this steak that uh, this beef steak is so juicy. That juicy is, is the interstitial urine. fluid. Is interstitial fluid of that animal. You know, also t- speaking of um, uh, acidity, acid, oh, I can't say that. Acidity, 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 acidity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also how the animal is killed because if they're killed and they're horrified, they let off more acid in their body. And you're also consuming that as well. Well, that's where, that's where our thoughts become biology. That's where our fear becomes biology. Okay. So let's get into that. Cause I was going to get into that later too. You say, let's see. Where did I have that? You, you were talking about, um, let's see, uh, true immunity is provided by managing and maintaining the alkaline design of the interstitial interstitial fluid fluids of the in your body. Do this. You are what you eat, breathe, drink, and what you believe. For example, you say fear becomes an emotion, which turns into, into biology, and that biology turns into acidic weights which literally poisons the white blood cells and shuts them down. So something, anxiety, fear, obviously that's all interconnected, that is released and it actually shuts down the white blood cells. Yeah. Because it turns uh, so into- So our feelings, our feelings become energized or E, which means energy in motion. Mm-hmm. That's what an emotion is. It's our feelings. So if we're, if we're feeling anxious- if we're feeling insecure, if we're feeling hopeless, those emotions, those feelings will kill us because what we do is we start looping these thoughts about what if, and we start ifing ourselves to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, when we have a thought, every thought requires electrical energy. Every, every electron that we use Okay, in excess of maybe providing energy for other cellular functions like breathing, you know, uh, here again, the functionality of the liver for detoxification, the, the cells that are designed for producing the cover cells for producing sodium bicarbonate to alkalize the blood and interstitium fluids. When we're donating electrons to our thoughts, we are literally ifing ourselves to death. Okay, because what happens with each thought, which requires electrical energy, we produce a chemical waste. That chemical waste is either citric acid or lactic acid. And that increase of acidity goes where? Into the interstitial fluid. fluid. Yes, exactly. And it's expressed. So if you're if you're having anxiety, all you have to do is test your urine, and you'll see the, the physicality, the biology based on a lower pH when you're stressed out. Right. So if you take 20 people 
that are diagnosed with a disease, 19 of them will die from the fear of the disease, where one will actually die from the actual disease. From the actual disease. You, you brought up uh, lactic acid twice. Now, to my knowledge, lactic acid is released, like, for example, when you exercise. It's released every time that you have a thought, every time where you flex a muscle, any time where you're walking, thinking, breathing, eating. Lactic acid is the major acidic waste that causes cancer. Cancer is a disease of the interstitial fluids and a decompensation of those fluids from 8.4 down to 5.5, which is exponential to the power of 10. So if we're going from nine to eight, that's 10 times, eight to seven is 100 times, seven to six is 10,000 times, and six to five is 100,000 times. The body can't maintain its alkalinity. And so that's why so many people have upset stomachs and stomach aches and indigestion is because the stomach's main purpose is to manage and maintain the alkaline design of the interstitial fluids, the blood and interstitial and, and the intracellular fluids. Those are the fluids inside. 7.36 inside the cell, 7.36 in the vascular fluids, 8.4 in the interstitium. Very few people are aware of these numbers. Doctors aren't taught about the interstitium or the colloidal connective tissue of the shot or its compartments and how it, it actually regulates biochemistry. And a group of cells, uh, which are called astrocytes, which is there is a bundle in your brainstem, which controls the entire biochemistry of our body. That becomes overstressed with acidity that becomes damaged with head bang injuries and neck problems. Uh, here again, when there's energies not flowing, you know, it's very difficult for these astrocytes, glial brain cells that are in the brain cells, that are in the brainstem to control the homeostasis of our body fluids. And anytime we're in a state of, of compensation, decompensation, the body will go into hyperalkalinity. So this is what happens. And this is why we have misdiagnosis with heart disease because potassium levels will go up. The doctors will use, you know, drugs that will lower that. In reality, you need to hyperperfuse alkalinity with potassium in order for the heart, but the heart is not reacting to the potassium, it's reacting to the acids that it's being saturated in, the heart is, saturated, which leads to the heart attack and i.e. the stroke, because you're not managing or understanding the interstitium and the interstitial fluids because you're in decompensated acidosis in the interstitium while you're in compensated acidosis in the blood. And you may have high levels of potassium. And so while the doctor is trying to lower your potassium levels, blaming the wrong thing on what's going on, he ends up he ends up killing you in the hospital by not understanding the or, or even testing the interstitial fluids and the biochemistry to see that the body in the in the interstitium is in hypercalcemia. Bone is being calcium ions are being pushed into the interstitium 
and then into the blood. So you may see some hypercalcemia. But here again, these are alarming situations that are not understood by current medical savants. They don't get the biochemistry because they're only looking at 10% of the problem. And then coming to, to judgments that are actually affecting the treatment protocols. And that's the problem with hydroxychloroquine. It's not a problem for me. It's a problem for those who have different agendas. Such well, okay, as population. so what, what, are you, what are your views on hydro... I'm sorry. The, uh, Hydroxy, hydroxychloroquine is a alkalizing compound that with the, the delivery system of quinine pushes 0.2 alkalinity into the intracellular fluids and saves the cells. It saves the cells from cellular breakdown and the production of exosomes or the crowning effect or the spike proteins, which I right. see in, in basically masses of humans. And now but you it, can't find it anywhere. What's that? Hydrochlorine. Well, hydro, yeah, hydro, uh, hydro, uh, hydroxychloroquine. They got to make them simpler, I swear. No, no, hydroxychloroquine is, is the delivery of alkalinity at 0.2 into the intracellular fluids, which saves the cells so it can recover, okay, so that you can then reverse the very symptomologies that were caused by other chemical and radiation poisoning, i.e. EMF, whatever generation, doesn't really matter, at 400, at 400 uh, megahertz up to 60 gigahertz. You know, here again, at, at 2G, we're at 2.4 gigahertz, which is microwave, 8.4 gigahertz on 5G and higher, even up to 60 gigahertz. Resonance takes place at 41.3 gigahertz, where the, where the graphene oxide actually resonates with the EMF. And this just amplifies this problem, which causes then cellular membrane deterioration. So it's cytotoxic, genotoxic, spike proteins are coming off. This is not the problem. This is a symptom. And then you end up with protein fragments in the blood. You go for a PCR test. They're testing a fragment of the material and then putting that in the computer and then computer programming a so-called virus, which there's never been isolated. Okay. So let me understand this. The spike protein, we all have the spike protein inside of us. Absolutely. So so it's, just our- a, it's just a natural aging process of the cells to a lesser or greater degree, depending on how we're taking care of the interstitial fluids by monitoring our pH of our urine, which ideally should be at 8.4 or higher. So in a healthy person, I saw the, the, di- the uh, pictures that you showed, but would a spike protein not be, be released by the cell if you are, are maintaining an alkaline balanced body? Well, no, see, that research has already been, has already been settled. What is the life, life expectancy of a cell? Under normal conditions for the red blood cells, it's 90 to 120 days. Okay. But if you're, if you're following what I was telling you about Dr. Alexis Carell, who received the Nobel Prize for maintaining 
organs, you know, from to be transplanted into other humans and keeping them in a state of of life, okay, mm-hmm. to be able to be used. The question is, how long can you keep an organ alive? Indefinitely. Okay. So how long can you live? Indefinitely. It's your choice. Right. See, we limited ourselves with this etiology thinking that, well, we're supposed to die at 78. If you think that, of course, you probably will, you know, because the body cells believe every word you think and say. Absolutely. 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 So if you want if you want to live longer, if you want to improve the quality of life, then you have to manage your thoughts, words and deeds. Exactly. Exactly. So so you cannot transfer spike proteins and cause a disease such as SARS, severe acute respiratory disease or syndrome, which means I don't understand. I do. I wrote a paper on pathological blood coagulation or pathological uh, pathological coagulation that leads to severe acute respiratory disease. It's very simple because once these cells break down, once they break down, what happens is uh, you end up uh, injuring the endothelial cells and that releases, you know, fiber monomers that begin to cross-link and form clots. That's why everyone who has died from the so-called phantom non-existence, you know, COVID virus doesn't die from an infection. It's an outfection brought on by a compromised environment that begins in the interstitium. The coagulation is when that builds up, there's a pushback into the blood, which then compensates the blood that then leads to decompensated acidosis of the vascular fluids, which then leads to hypoxia. Or even if you look at this, the blood cannot exchange its carbon dioxide that it's trying to eliminate for oxygen. So you go into hypoxia and you literally die from suffocation. Suffocation. And you were saying because I think I, I, I either was an article I read or it was an interview. You said that they, they couldn't go in single file. So that's what causes the blood clots. And that's when you can't get the oxygen to your lungs, which is why you, you suffocate. Right. You, you, if, you, if you can't empty the waste and it builds up into the interstitium. Yeah. That pushes then back into the vascular fluids. That causes the pathological blood coagulation leading to DIC or disseminated intravascular coagulation and blood clots. And since cells have to go into the pulmonary system, single file, and I'll show you a picture of that here in one second. Bear with me. Sure. As we look at this, uh, it, ha- it has to go in single file, but if it goes into groups, it clots. And therefore, it can't release its, uh, its carbon dioxide. And I know I have this picture here uh, to show you this. 
So I'll keep looking for it till I can find it. And I remember last time you were on the show, you were saying um, that, yeah, it, it's, it's not an infect. It's not a virus. It's a bacteria is what it is. It's not even a bacteria. Bacteria is, is just another symptom of cellular breakdown. Cellular break okay. So let me ask you this. All of a sudden, uh, a little over, what, a year ago, March, um, this virus breaks out. People are hospitalized. Somebody would say, well, like everybody's body broke down at the same time. Everybody became a No, no. The, they, the experiment started in November in Wuhan, and it was a, a chemical radiation experiment. And I will show you, show you a picture of the virus. There it is, okay. right there. What is that? 5G. Oh. So if you want to see it in real life, there it is, 5G. 5G, these are, these are the... the the little boxes that allow that frequency to be transferred from one pole to another pole to your house. Okay. That experiment was done. Okay. So when you combine air pollution with, with magnetic field pollution, which is what kills you, it's not the electric EMF E it's E stands for electrical M stands for magnetic frequency. It's mm -hmm. the magnetic field that permeates destroys the cell membrane and causes the corona effect. Okay, now if you're breathing in toxic air and eating, uh, you know, bat, you know, or whatever animal products you're eating, creating right. more uric acid and other acids, all those acids become amplified and causes more congestion and you end up in hypoxia and die from suffocation. And that process can take less than four minutes. Okay. So, it's, so, it's, so someone walking down the street and dropping dead, depending on what frequency they're using. Now, we really haven't experienced uh, the capacity or capabilities of this matrix that's been set up by over 20,000 satellites in space, and that's just U.S. The Chinese are putting this up. The Russians are putting up this make matrix to counteract, you know, this being perpetuated on their people. So there's a war in heaven going on and there's a war on Earth. And this war is is an electrical magnetic war combined with chemical poisoning from food, such as glyphosate or from inoculation, uh, i.e. graphene, the nanoparticular nanotube uh here again, that resonates with 5G at 41.3 gigahertz. This is a bioweapon. Yes. The Russians know this. The Chinese know this. The Americans know this. Many of us know this, that if, if, if this is released, and, and they actually use the language, that's why they call it first wave, second wave, third wave, fourth wave, the omega is the beginning. So the omega virus, which, or the, be, be, uh, the uh, beta virus, we're now in Delta. Right. The Delta variant is third wave radiation poisoning, chemical and radiation. The omega is the end. The end. The end. This is why it's very important for everyone to be inoculated because when you get these, these, these chemicals, uh, these radioactive isotopes, these these nanoparticulates that are carried in in the uh, lipid 
capsid that is then directed specifically by using proanthocyanidins or nucleic acids to drive these specific compounds to specific areas of the body, i.e. the female reproductive organs for sterilization, i.e. the bone marrow to destroy the, the body's ability to produce red blood cells, even though most scientists don't know this. This is the way you prevent it is bone marrow is tertiary to blood production. Blood is produced in the crypts of the small intestine. So once you know that, all you have to know is the four ingredients to produce blood to protect you against these idiots. Okay, which is, what are the four ingredients? Well, there's actually six. Six doctors. Chlorophyll oil, oxygen water, alkaline water, uh, uh, sunshine, uh, salt, and the last one is sexercise. But that's... What's sexercise? Is that like sex? Having sex? That's sex, yeah. That's interaction. It's love. It's love connection. Okay. Loving relationships. So uh, it just just started with an S, so I... So, you know, and I do all those. And what's interesting, um, again, I've read so much and done so much research on the last day with you. Um, You were talking there. It's always said, you know, too much salt, too much salt. Okay, and what I just. Well, it is for the eugenicists. Yeah. If you're eating too much salt, you're protecting yourself. That's not good. So salt is good for you, correct? Right. Sugar is the. Sugar is the enemy. No, that, that's what I heard too. And like recently, well, like a couple of months ago, when I stopped drinking coffee, I do my hot lemon water, and I heard to put in like um, it is either an eighth. I do I do a half a teaspoon in my lemon water. I feel great, and I you know it's, it's well, salt, salt is good. one of the ingredients. If you're exercising, which the other ingredient is carbon dioxide. So when you're exercising, eating salt, and drinking lots of alkaline water, you have the three uh, elements to produce sodium bicarbonate, which is produced in the lining of the stomach. They're called cover cells. The cover cells and the main purpose of the stomach is to manage and maintain the alkaline design of the blood, interstitial fluids, and the intracellular fluids. And it does that producing a compound of potassium. So KHCO3 or sodium bicarbonate, which is NaHCO3. And it's why many years ago, I developed a product of four salts. The reason I developed those four salts in a particular compound, because those were the salts that would ideally maintain the alkaline design of the blood and the interstitial fluids while we're supporting the stomach, because it's overwhelmed with the pollution of the air, the pollution of the food, the pollution of the water, the pollution of the medicines that are being given, the inoculations mind, that are being yeah. given. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know the real virus, which is uh, mass media, uh, is literally perpetuating out, you know, one lie after another lie. And people are sitting there not knowing what the opposite of this is, what the, because there's no debate. There's no debate. If you're, uh, there's no debate, you get censored. You can't have a debate about this. It's just one narrative. And if you want to differ from that narrative, then you're the bad actor. In reality, these are the bad actors and all they're re- reading from is a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so these, 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 these paid mannequins, they get up there and, and read off, you know, you know this, this teleprompter. These are not their thoughts. These are not their words. These are those who are their masters, who they serve. These are the bad actors. These are the Luciferians. 
and 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 this is the true virus virus by in latin meaning poison this is what's poisoning people's minds right and so you know when we understand here again that blood needs to flow uh singularly and uh and what we're looking at here is we're looking at a fairy tale you know that's actually in real life a true story really not a fairy tale it just seems like it seems like an illusion am i dreaming this or what mm-hmm. and we're dealing with a big bag wolf and mm-hmm. that bag, big bag wolf is dressed up like our little sweet grandmother mm-hmm. and little red riding hood which is a which is a metaphor for us comes up to the big bag bully the big bag wolf and goes grandmother what big eyes that you have mm-hmm. better to see you with well how is how is the big bad wolf seeing us? What is it doing? Is it spying on us? Is it is it contract tracing us? Well, that's what I've heard. That's what I want to get into, too. So I've heard a couple different things with the vaccination. OK, in a Forbes article, it says that the Pfizer vaccine is 99 percent graphene oxide. Um, so can you tell us what that is? I, and I also heard. Speaking of Lucifer, it's something to that there is. Well, Luciferase, which is which is the uh, which is the patent that uh, was taken out, uh, Luciferase, an enzyme, and, uh, the solution, which is in a in a capsid, a uh, fatty lipid capsid, which is carried or attached to a specific genetic material of a specific area of the body because like attracts like. So when you have to look at the nucleic acid or the, R- or the mRNA as the carrier of the package, the package is this lipid, uh, this nanolipid capsid that contains GO, which is an acronym for uh, graphene oxide, which is cytotoxic, genotoxic, chemotoxic. I mean, it destroys everything. Right. Uh, and it's one atom thick. So it's, for, it's one atom thick. So you, you know, so it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a perfect uh, storm for raining upon because once you put that into it, and there's other things in there like polysorbate 80, uh, in the vaccine, what else? I mean, the- people have conjectured, and I say conjectured because I'm not 100% certain about what I'm going to say now. And that's with aluminum oxide or titanium dioxide. These are possibilities. Other possibilities are tritium, which is used in nuclear, radi- uh, nuclear medicine for uh, contact tracing. Uh, and uh, this, right. that's this is the same. Yeah. yeah, this is the same radioactive isotope that is used in in creating a hydrogen bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay, what it is, tritium is a is a hydrogen three, which is two neutrons and one one proton. Where you know on, on the periodic table you have. Uh, a singlet oxygen, which is H positive. This is, this is used uh, and can be used as a weapon. And if it's, if it's excited, okay. And it can be excited uh, by 
or stimulated or amplified with magnetic fields. And with those magnetic fields, this can activate this and, and create your own little nuclear bomb inside your inside body. Inside of you. So it said that the fatality rate by the, vac uh, by the vaccination is underreported by 99%. I just read that. And currently there's 70% of adolescents aged 12 to 17 that are being hospitalized for a heart inflammation directly related to the experimental Pfizer and Moderna inoculations. Yeah, well, then I was going to talk to you too, because I, I know that you spoke about this too, that many of the face masks have this. Uh, they, they have the graphene, graphene oxide. And, and when you go get tested, they have it on the swab as yeah, well. Yeah, the swab, swab. Here again, I'm not saying conclusively because I have not tested all swabs, nor have I tested different manufacturers. But those that we have tested, graphene uh, oxide is found in the mass, particularly the surgical mass uh, and, you know, those blue masks. Uh, of course, there's other particulates that are being shown there, yeah. some that appear to be fibrous in nature. And I, I wanted to show you this because uh, in this picture, uh, in this picture, right, let's see, I want to show you here. Is using fluorescence, you can actually see the graphene, uh, the graphene oxide that's the accumulated. Blue? Uh, the blue, this is here again, these are white blood cells, but you can have lymphocytes, but you, you can actually see here in dark. This is the accumulation, it's like black carbon graphene oxide. It's just, you know, the stuff, you, you know, pencils are made out of, you know, it's a, uh, this is at, uh, and, and basically, this shuts down your organs. Well, yeah, it's, it's cytotoxic uh, at uh, 85 uh, uh, nanometers, and it's, uh, it's uh, genotoxic at less than 8 nanometers. And that's, that's published research. I mean, there's animal studies that show the toxicity of graphene oxide at various sizes. So... For those who don't know what a nanoparticulate is, they're one billionth of a meter. So they're very, very tiny and can easily be added to a solution, a colloidal solution, and then uh, injected injected uh, into intramuscular, which will then seep in. Because one of the arguments is it stays within that particular side of inoculation, but it doesn't. It goes into the interstitial fluid. Once it's in the interstitial fluid, it can then travel to every organ, every gland, and every part of your body. And so let me ask you this. Somebody that's had the vaccination and they're hearing this information, I'm sure are frightened. Is there anything that they can do now to reduce reverse the effect to get to regain their health well yeah you have to you have to do something that's very difficult to for humans and that's to remove yourself from fear which is false evidence appearing real yeah okay you have to remove yourself from the feeling of uncertainty okay uh and it could be even anger that you're hearing this and you're angry about it mm -hmm. it could be it could be the opposite. You're just totally devastated and sad by it. 
-hmm. but you have to you have to remember that that the human spirit uh, has shown to be able to do whatever it puts its mind to, mm-hmm. its consciousness to, that, that we have to realize that we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, mm-hmm. not physical beings having a spiritual, that we can literally move from fear to faith. And the reason I say that, because faith is the first attribute in thinking healthy. That's an acronym, first attribute in thinking healthy to begin restoring our health. And where you have to start restoring your health is your core health, because from the core, all things can be restored. Now, if you provide the proper environment, environment environment is the key. You have to get off this mindset that you've been, that you're sick or you, or you've been, you've been inoculated and subject to a dis-ease. Sickness and disease are symptoms of the environment. Mm-hmm. And the environments can be changed, just like a stormy environment. You know, the sun can come back up again mm-hmm. and shine upon you. And the way you do that is you restore from the core out. Now, why do you restore from the core out? The reason you restore from the core out is because there's these appendages. They're called intestinal villi, and they come off the the wall of the small intestine which is approximately 7200 square feet the size of a tennis court and the surface area is seven is is approximately um well wait a minute the, surf, the surface area is 7200 square feet and the length of this is approximately 27 feet so if you see these appendages, you'll see that there's a lacteal, there is a venule and an arterial that goes into each of them. It is here within the crypts of the small intestine that liquefied alkaline food at a pH of 8.4 is biologically transformed into a healthy, vibrant stem cell that then becomes the erythroblast, that then becomes the erythrocyte, that then is carried, is carried throughout your vascular system to the various places that have been injured. It's an electromagnetic process, okay, with a new red blood cell with its surface area, which is negative charge, is attracted to that bone injury, attracted to that muscle injury, attracted to that liver injury. And as that new blood transfers itself through electromagnetic attraction, that's why acupuncture works. That's why acupressure works. That's why lymphatic massage, you're stimulating pressure to get blood to flow to a certain area. That's why static contraction exercising, rather than doing repetitions with weights, you're actually holding the weight to put blood into the bicep for differentiation into new muscle. Muscle is built Mm. from blood. So where is blood? Where is the primary site of blood production? That's the key question. If you ask your doctor, he's going to tell you bone marrow. And guess what? He is absolutely wrong. 100% wrong. Okay. So when we're looking at, these inoculations where 70% is going to the women's ovaries, 
or to a man's gonads, mm-hmm. okay, and sterilizing a woman, it's more difficult to sterilize a man because they're producing new sperm every 24 hours, mm-hmm. okay? But for a woman, you know, sterilization is real. And this is why women, after taking the inoculation, are having all these different problems with their menstruation. 20% yeah. is going to the bone marrow because these so-called scientists think they know everything, of which they don't. Okay? So, so what you have protected is core health. Mm-hmm. So when, when a sperm fertilizes an egg, a drop of blood is formed. Who said that? Mohammed. He said, don't you understand that you were born out of one drop of blood? That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He didn't have a microscope. He didn't have an electron microscope. He didn't have equipment, a spectrometer to, to test all this. He knew. I know. Now you know that if you will make changes in your lifestyle and diet and focus on when food leaves the stomach, leaves the duodenum, drops into the small intestine, that all of that food is at a liquid state and is at a pH of 8.4. Now, you control that. You control that because you decide where you're going to drink that cup of coffee, which has a pH of between 4.5 and Uh 5.5. You decide whether you want to drink that cola or diet cola, which has aspartame in it, which is a neurogenetic cytotoxic beverage. You decide right. that, or you can take what you just talked about is water with salt in it. Mm-hmm. You see, you can control that. You can support the body with what you eat, what you drink, what you breathe. Yes. Okay. And you, you can start working on your thoughts. Absolutely. That's more challenging for, for women than it is for men because women are more connected. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they are more emotional. You know, yeah. Well, they're more emotional because they have more connections, you know, they have to their brain, you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So they're more connected. Cognitive, they're more connected. Mm-hmm. They feel more. They sense yes. more. Yes. Okay. That's so true. they're more connected, particularly to the unseen world. Right. Where those things, where they perceive more. So it's a little more challenging. But if you will focus on managing and, and probably the simplest thing you can do is go out and get some ph hydrant paper test your urine every time you urinate and any time that the ph is less than 8.4 you take an alkalizing dose of of four salts or sodium potassium bicarbonate with magnesium and calcium that's the four salts these are the major electrolytes and and that ph of that ber- beverage needs to be at least 8.4 you drink that first thing in the morning last thing at night and anytime your urine ph is less than 8.4 that's how you protect Wait a minute. yourself i thought i thought it was supposed to be like 6.5 to 7.2 and i and i was doing it on my tongue is no it no tongue way? tongue tongue only shows your potential for alkalinity and the potential of alkalinity should be 7.2 or greater but your urine ph needs to be at 8.4 or greater if you're going to be in the environment in other words you're going to be controlling the environment and containing that environment and where the cells can be regenerated renewed and replaced because there's only two ways that the body heals either through regeneration or scaration 
So when there's injury to the organs and glands and tissues, the body can regenerate that tissue based upon an 8.4 pH. Okay. Okay. But, but if it doesn't have that pH, then it scars. So you end up with, with scar tissue. Right. Okay. So the, can you rename the six things that you said for, you know, one was the, 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 the seven, the seven doctors, seven doctors. Yeah. Dr. Chlorophyll. So all your green, all your green foods, chlorophyll is the major carrier of, of oxygen. Uh, it's, it's identical in, in molecular structures, hemoglobin other than the center atom. So chlorophyll is what builds hemoglobin. So if your hemoglobin, hemoglobin deficiency, and a lot of people are, if they're, uh, if they're treating cancer rather than, you know, paying attention to their body fluids, you need, you need high, a high chlorophyll content food in order to rebuild hemoglobin. Hemoglobin, after sodium bicarbonate, is the next molecule that neutralizes excess acidity in the vascular fluids. So that's why I see a lot of cells. Uh, they're called codocytes. And codos- <clears throat> codocytes are cells that uh, have holes in them. So you just you're just kind of looking through the cell, and I see this a lot in diabetic and cancerous patients. But the, this is this is a cell with a hole in it. They're called targeted cells or codocytes. These are these are these are uh, uh, cells that have lost their hemoglobin. You see them here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, this is what happens when you get inoculated. They literally destroy the hemoglobin. So that's why you have to do, that's why you need the chlorophyll. So you, you, you start moving to a plant-based green diet. You have to eliminate all animal protein because you want to get off eating the blood, pus, and urine of animals. Okay. Okay. It's disgusting. I mean, and it's disgusting. So we have to season it. That's why we season our meats and our fish, because if we ate it straight up, you'd probably gag on it. Hmm unless you were starving to death. And that's the only time that you should be eating a, 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 you know, animal flesh. I can't think of any, any other reason. Would that, include, would that include fish too? Yeah, fish, uh, yeah fish, fish does have one saving grace. Omega. And that it's super polyunsaturated oils that helps to chelate or uptake hydrogen ions or acids into its carbon chain. So these are very flexible oils, and they can also be used to build the membranes of cells. So they bend. Mm-hmm. And, and stem cells are made out of a lipid membrane. So, yeah, it's like, like, the, uh, like the inoculation. It's, it's, a, it's a nanocapsid, a fat. Nano fat it's, 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 it's a fatty lipid capsid that is holding the material that's being delivered by the nucleic acids, which are also GMO'd, by the way, mm-hmm. that's been emitted by all the all, been emitted by all the uh, uh, vaccine companies or the pharmaceutical companies that are making these so-called vaccines. Right now, you know this is an interesting thought too that I don't know if you've ever thought about. Now, I got a question today: Is well, you know, what can I do to increase my antibodies? My answer was, you don't want to increase your antibodies. 
antibodies just prove that you just poisoned yourself. What you want to do is improve your capacity to neutralize, buffer, and eliminate any, any sort of biological or chemical infusion that's coming either from the air or you know, from food to be able to neutralize that by supporting the white blood cells, particularly the lymphocytes that release these reduced species of oxygen. They're called ROS, reactive oxygen species, to be able to release reduced oxygen or reduced hydrogen, which is H minus, OH minus, OS, you know, o, uh, you know, OS, you know, SO, sodium oxide dismutase is an antioxidant that's released by the lymphocytes. So we're talking about the hydroxyl radical H minus versus H positive. And that's what lymphocytes do. You don't want to build antibodies. You want to build the capacity of you to be able to, to neutralize or buffer, you know, when you're exposed by air or food or water or medicine or what have you, these particular uh, elements or compounds that are ultimately will reduce your quality and quantity of life. Right. So the first okay. one, it, the first one to do that is chlorophyll. Right. Okay. Uh, chlorophyll is probably the major thing one can do to protect themselves. Okay. What would happen if all green plants disappeared from the planet? We would all die because so they, no they produce oxygen. oxygen. Yes. Yeah. But they also provide chlorophyll that builds our blood. Right. Okay. So what would be number two? Number two is um, oil. And I'm not talking about coconut oil and I'm not talking about olive oil. I'm talking about super polyunsaturated oils that have unsaturated uh, carbon, carbon on its chain to be able to absorb acids. So would so that be MCT oil? Well, it's any oil that contains anywhere from six to nine openings within its carbon chain to be able to uptake metabolic or dietary acids. So would that so, be so an omega-3 oil, such as okay. fish oil, because okay. we're back to the fish again. Yep. The other one, which I like better than fish, is hemp. Hemp oil, yeah. And another one, which I like just as well as hemp, is black seed. Yep. And another one, which I like, is avocado seed. Mm -hmm. And another one that I like is broccoli seed. Okay. But these flax seeds, broccoli seeds carrot seeds, you know, uh, these oils have many, poly means many, unsaturations. Unsaturated means not absorbed with what? Acidic waste. Okay. If it's unsaturated, it's, it's not, it, it has, like, for example, uh, coconut oil is a saturated oil, meaning it cannot receive or take up a proton. It cannot receive a hydrogen ion. It can't, it can't absorb any acid. It's great for, you know, for, uh, uh, let's say, as a lotion or potion for lubrication. But other than that, you know, other than maybe some of its phytonutrients, it's, it's not a polyunsaturated, it's not a mono, it's a saturated oil. Any saturated oil is not going to be used to build stem cells is not going to be used to reduce acid loads 
on the blood or interstitial fluids. Mm -hmm. So you want to use those oils, okay. hemp oil, flax oil, borage oil, uh, black seed oil, broccoli seed oil, these oils that will uptake waste to reduce the acid loads in the blood, interstitial fluids, okay? okay. So then you also have air, alkaline, love that I'm missing too. There's two more. Okay, well, the other O is oxygen. And the kind of oxygen you want is not O2. So you don't, you don't want to be ventilated with O2. You want to be ventilated with O1. And you can nebulize that or you can drink it. It's reduced oxygen. And the best form of reduced oxygen is a compound by the name of sodium chloride. Sodium chloride is NaClO2, which releases two atoms of, or two nascent atoms or reduced uh, oxygen. It's the easiest, quickest way to is that get a oxygen. How, how, how do you get that in a capsule? Oh, they have it in a capsule. I mean, I don't know. Sodium you know, chloride. Okay. Yeah, sodium, it's not chloride. It's chloride. C-H-L-O-R-I-T-A. I wrote a paper oh, on this chloride. many years okay. ago. Uh, the benefits of, of, of NaClO2 or sodium chloride uh, in the reversal of per particularly any and every sickness and disease. Because when you're deficient in oxygen, people think, well, you need more oxygen, pure oxygen. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, you need O2, but O2 has to be broken down to O1. You need, in order to neutralize the acids in the blood and interstitium, you need O1, which is reduced or nascent oxygen, and you get that from sodium chloride. So back again, we're back at salt again, right? Yeah. Not sodium chloride, but sodium chloride, which is a form of salt. Well, the first ingredient is what? So would your phosphite, the, what, the, the salts that you have on your website, would that take care of that? Well, it's not my website, but it's uh, if you if you were to look for four salts, which is spelled P H O U R. Oh, you are four yeah, salts. Right. Four yeah, salts. If you're looking at particularly at those four salts, I mean that the would take four, care of that. That would yeah. That would sodium and potassium takes place of the number five or six. It's it, those are the compounds okay. of managing and maintaining alkalinity. The salt that I'm talking about is sodium chloride, and it's best. Uh, administered by putting 10 drops per liter in any water. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, the product right. name that I used many, many years ago was called Prime pH. It was an inner light product. Uh, but that, that was the name that I used many, many years ago. Okay. Uh, but the ingredients you want is, is uh, reduced oxygen, sodium chloride, which releases two atoms of nascent oxygen. And this is, this is what will help reduce the pathological blood coagulation by neutralizing the acids that are causing cells to stick together. Remember that picture? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, okay. you look at, if you look at the picture again, uh, let's see if we can find it here. Uh, okay. I know I've got it. Here it is. Pathological blood coagulation. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you'd like to see a different picture. Maybe it would uh, stand out a little bit better here if I showed you this picture. See, mm -hmm. that's, that's this. 
or this all stuck together. It's all chained. It's called Rouleau. So the cells are all chained together, but they're little mini clots. Some are, some are larger, but they can't go in to, to relieve themselves. It's like going, wanting to go to the bathroom, but you can't. You're stuck. You know, so, you know, you, you're looking at this thing. Uh, well, again, most people are not going to be able to see these pictures because it's, it's a, they're going to be hearing this. So oh, people that okay. are viewing this on the YouTube, they're going to be able to see this. So I think the most important thing is for them to understand. So it's the chlorophyll. It's the oil, which we went through. It's the air. It's the alkaline water. It's your yeah, the alkaline water should be at a pH of 10 or above. Uh, because you want it saturated with electrons. So why are, we, why are we drinking alkaline water to neutralize the acids of hydrochloric acid in the stomach? So he said, wait a minute, that's, I thought hydrochloric acid was necessary for digestion. Wrong. Just another medical myth. Stomach does not digest food. You know that. Mm-hmm. Eat some corn. It'll come out completely whole the other end. Because the body does not digest food. You only have one instrument in the human body to break down food, and that's your teeth. Mm-hmm. And everything else is, is an alkalizing process. So the, the major con- contribution of the stomach is it's at the front line of immunity, not the white blood cells. Yeah. The front line of immunity is the stomach and what it produces. It releases sodium potassium bicarbonate into the body fluids to reduce acidity that causes cells to stick together. Because if cells stick together, they cannot go in to the pulmonary system to pick up oxygen and release itself of its waste, carbon dioxide, and to pick up. And so then we see then here this pathological blood coagulation. This is an extreme condition of magnetic field pollution damaging the cell membranes. You see? I mean, that's that's... That can happen with heavy exposure to, to magnetic fields or from inoculation. Okay, so to wrap it off, what's the last one that we need? Well, after that, uh, there's, there's two others. Uh, there's uh, salt, Dr. Salt. Yep. Dr. Sunshine. Salt. Actually, there's three others. And Dr. Sunshine. Sexercise. Sexercise, but that's what it is. Or exercise, Sunshine. yeah. So those are your seven doctors, Dr. Chlorophyll, Dr. Oxygen, Dr. Oil, Dr. Water, Dr. Salt, Dr. Sunshine, and Dr. Exercise. Got it. Don't hire me. I just gave you the doctors you need to hire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but you know what? They can go to your website because I just ordered the chlorophyll last night on your website, and I'm going to go and get the four salts because it's got the four salts um, but, and your website is phphmiracle.com. And it's you've PH got Miracle products, uh, products, com. products. Yeah, but, com. but here again, you know, uh, it's not my website, but, uh, those are the people that, uh, uh, are making these products available. Yeah. Okay. And they, they are amazing. I have, have tried a lot of them and I've read your book. So thank you so much for being on today, Dr. Uh, Young. I, uh, I've learned a lot and I'm sure everybody else has. And I think this is invaluable information. So I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here, especially on such short notice. Well, uh, you're welcome. Uh, thanks, Tina. It's always a pleasure to see you and to talk to you and look forward to our, our next uh, conversation. I do too. 
So yeah. uh, stay stay healthy and uh, and keep your. Uh, I as I said to to my kids, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, stay low and keep your powder dry, or something like that. You know, <laughs> but keep your keep your head down and your powder dry. And and what I mean by that is is to take an active involvement in in your own health and 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 start understanding that if you want to have healthy body cells, you need to take care of the internal environment. Absolutely. And that internal environment that surrounds every cell is called the interstitial fluids of the interstitium. Yep. So I encourage and, and you and to test your cell. urine, keep your urine pH at 8.4 or above, yep. stay alkaline. It, it, is, it is real science, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, go to my website. This is my website, okay? It's drrobertyoung.com. DrRobertYoung.com. Yeah, and there you there. You've got yeah. all the articles. You've got your books and everything. So if they want to learn more, that's that's exactly where they should go. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. all the best to you and take you care. You too. And I will see you next time. Hopefully it all won't right. be as long as it was. It was a year. Okay. Thank right. you. Take care. Bye-bye. You too.